This is The Jerry Callahan Show. I'm going to start with an unpopular opinion. Uh, This isn't going to go over well with the uh, Trumpkins out there, but I don't care. Let's be honest. I watched the debate. I watched the whole debate, and then I watched the whole Tucker-Trump interview. The debate was much, much, much more entertaining. It was, Trump said in uh, his interview with Tucker before it came out, it was recorded. They dropped it at five of nine. A great move, I got to admit. That was a wonderfully vengeful move on the part of Tucker and Trump. I respect that. But he said sparks will fly. Trump said sparks will fly. I watched uh, the interview after the debate. It's about 45 minutes long. Tucker does his best. Tucker is a great interviewer. But there were no sparks. I hate to ruin it for people who haven't listened yet. You should listen. There's some funny points. We'll get to it. We we got uh, Trump talking about uh, Kamala Harris. We have Trump talking about Chris Wallace and Tucker talking about Chris Wallace, which is good because I hate Chris Wallace. But I waited for the sparks. There were no sparks. There were sparks in Milwaukee, which is why the debate was better. The people telling you online right now or on cable news that the uh, debate was a dud or why'd you watch? I turned it off. I love this. People who who watch the first half hour or whatever, 45 minutes and say, I turned it off. They are lying to you. They are lying. We're going to tell you the truth here. That's what we do. Right, Montante? We tell you the truth. Uh, I watched... I watched a lot. I turned it off at 1030 to watch soccer. I'm a different different, uh, no, different not, breed, though. So I'm, I'm not talking about degenerate gamblers who bet on <laughs> yeah. soccer games. I'm talking about people who have some, some interest yes, in the political yes. process. I like debates. <laughs> I find them entertaining. I find them tense. You know, there's real tension in the air. There's hate in the air. How can you hate a, an event when you know the people on stage hate each other? When you know that they're fighting for their political lives up there, hoping to to make a a splash, hoping to have a line that people remember. There were a few lines that people remember. I'm going to give you my whole my whole breakdown, my whole um, winners, losers, you know, takeaways. Um, I, I got it all here. We got it all. We have some some great cuts. I don't think there's any doubt about this. Vivek Ramaswamy won. He won the debate. I'm rooting for DeSantis. I'm a DeSantis guy still. I was hoping DeSantis would come up big, and I think he did. I think DeSantis had a good night, a very good night. I'll I'll explain why. I'll explain why and why he's taken incoming fire from all the Trumpkins. But I don't think he can debate this. I don't think he can disagree with this. Vivek, Vivek Ramaswamy dominated the night. If you like him, you loved it. If you hate him, you have to admit that your that that Vivek, the 38-year-old entrepreneur who is kind of a Trump surrogate and is yep. definitely campaigning for the VP slot and wouldn't be a bad choice because he's a damn good debater. He's smart as hell. He's 38 years old. He it was in the middle with DeSantis. The one thing that I wanted more of, I wanted Vivek versus DeSantis. I wanted the two of them to fight. And they never really did. Vivek had a couple of good battles. He had a great battle with Chris Christie. Both guys had good took had, had some good shots, good you know vicious counter punch from Ramaswamy. We'll get to it. And and a good fight with uh, 
with Nikki Haley. There was some good Hindu on Hindu crime last night. It was, and, and she did okay too. My winners, let me just tell you right off the top. I got winners and losers. Winners, Vivek won. He won. I, I Again, I was hoping uh, DeSantis would win. He didn't win, but he did well. Number two would be uh, Ron DeSantis. Number three, Nikki Haley, which I can't believe I'm saying that. But she did a good job. She attacked Ramaswamy, which she had to do. And she made her points. And she didn't hold back. She doesn't like Trump. She says he's a friend of mine, which is a lie. And she talks about Trump being the least popular politician in America. And you know what? It, it, she, she got hoot, uh, hooted on booed for that. But it's true. You know, when you look at polls, if you're talking about all voters, Democrats yeah, and he's, Republicans. He's, he's, he's polarizing on both sides. He's the most he's loved polarizing on one side. The, most the negative numbers are pretty damn high. They're, they're yeah. almost as high for Biden. But yeah. the, but I can't uh, I, I can't get this vision out of my mind. Any of these people, well, not any of them. Forget this Bergam guy and, and Asa Hutchinson. <laughs> Asa Hutchinson's, yeah. I, here's, here's how I would uh, fix the debate. First of all, as I say all the time, let them fight. Just let them go at it. The moderators were pretty good. Martha McCallum, a little annoying. Stop interrupting. Let them fight. That's what people want. And it should be like a spelling bee where after the first round, they go to the first break. You get rid of two guys you know, or one guy. Get rid of Bergam and Hutchins. Just go. Get lost. I don't even know why they're there. I know they met the, met the threshold and got whatever, 40,000 donations or whatever, but why waste time with the governor of North Dakota or the governor of Arkansas? When no one likes them, no one's going to vote for them. They're polling at 1% or less. Why are they there? Fix this, Fox News, or fix this, RNC. Get rid of these people. Focus on the actual contenders. If you got rid of the two guys at the end, it, it would have been much better. But whatever. Maybe next time. Maybe next time they'll be gone. The, the second thing I would do at the break, right, you get rid of everybody. Then you focus on the ones who really matter, which in this case would be Vivek and and uh, DeSantis. And make sure, like you ask a question of Vivek and say, what do you think of DeSantis? Be honest. And then you go to DeSantis and this Vivek guy, he's full of it, right? And you force them to do battle. Wouldn't that be so much better? See, I know Trump, I said Trump should have been there. Lots of people think Trump should have been there. He should have been there. But I think it was even more entertaining without Trump there because you got these guys all we're battling to be the alpha dog. If Trump's there, it's all about yeah. Trump. Hell, yep. Trump's not there, and it's all about Trump. Yep. If he were there, all the cameras, all I mean, all the camera shots, all the audience, everything would have been focused on Trump, 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 you know, going to prison, getting arrested, all that stuff. You know, January 6th, 2020 election rigged, all that. The fact that he wasn't there forced these guys to step up, to, to, to bring their A game, and you got to see them under pressure, see how they handle the grilling, handle the booze in some cases. And I thought it was very revealing. See, I think Vivek is going to be a problem for, for everybody. He's 38 years old. He's yeah. somebody asked, um, somebody was asking what Vivek says, Trump's the best president of the 20th century, a uh, 21st century, the best president of his lifetime. And so someone asked him, I think it was after, or maybe it was this morning. I don't know. The guy is, ubiquitous ubiquitous you wanna, he's you want to hear it he's he's charismatic he had and he's quick he's quick that's the one thing that this if if the santas had vivex you know charisma he right. would be a threat to trump but he doesn't right 
It, I had, you know, DeSantis is a little stiff, a little robotic, but I don't care. I don't care. I want someone who gets things done. Here's where DeSantis shines. Everybody talks about what they're going to do. He talks yeah. about what he's done. Yeah, he talks about, you know, they talk about Soros prosecutors ruining the inner cities and the crime. He says, I fired the guy. You know, I yeah. fired. They talk about schools and doctrinating kids. He says, I did something about it. Yep. He that's, opened up during COVID. He's that's right. COVID. The COVID impressive. topic is right in his uh, wheelhouse. Uh, you know, he gets to say he was in, in Iraq. He volunteered to go to Iraq. He gets to talk with authority about uh, about the military, about, you know, interventions overseas. Both guys, by the way, Vivek and DeSantis, one of the best moments, they both said they would stop endless, unconditional funding of the war in Ukraine. Yeah, I think which they were the blues, only two. Kind of. Which got blues, yeah, which, is, which is weird, because the other candidates might as well have their little blue and yellow pin because they were <laughs> sucking up the big, big daddy Ukraine. Remarkable. That is true. And they were doing it like Pence and Nikki Haley did it unapologetically. We have to stop Putin or he's going to, you know, invade Martha's yeah, yeah. <laughs> Vineyard. You know, they went with that. Older. <laughs> that yeah. makes you think, as Trump has said in debates in the past, that the audience is stacked with donors, you know. and um, you know, ne Neocons the, in the audience. That was, a, yeah. that was a selected audience. I like the fact that they had the guts to stand up and say no more. I mean, and, and Vivek will we'll play this cut and say great rant on this and how people these these politicians including the people up on stage care more about key than they do about maui that's a yep. good line that's Great a line. good message so i give him credit i give the i i think there's no question i mean some people think desantis won some people think vivek again i was rooting for desantis but i have to admit he vivek dominated because the more time was spent on him more attacks on him yep. He had some great lines, prepackaged, prepared, of course, but so what? But somebody said to him, you know, if you think Trump was a great president, why are you trying to beat him? The, to me, the answer is simple. He's, he's almost 40 years younger than Trump. He can do two terms. And as soon as he becomes the nominee, if for some reason, if Trump, again, get, get stepped in front of a bus today, yeah. you completely disarm the media and the Democrats. You just, they... They believe me, I watched the cable channels. I was just watching CNN and MSNBC. They mentioned the debate, of course, but for the most part, all they talk about is Trump's getting arrested, Trump's getting booked, Trump's getting mugshotted, you know, Trump's going to jail, 91 felonies here, New York, uh, Florida, and uh, uh, Fulton County. That's they're completely obsessed with Trump, Trump, Trump. What they would do if Trump just stepped out, you know, pulled out of the race today. I don't know. They would be lost souls wandering in the desert. They'd Everyone try to find some dirt on Ramaswamy. Maybe they would, but they would just lose everything. They, every bit of ammo, they, they, their, their reason for living would be over. We might have seen mass suicides in yeah. mainstream media. Correct. If Trump, if Trump were to go away, what would they do? I mean, what would yeah. they say? They, they have panels of 10 people at a time. And all they talk about is Trump being a threat to democracy. You know, the guy being arrested and mugshotted today for challenging election results, that guy, he's a threat to yeah, democracy. Correct. That's all they got. And maybe, maybe I'm not being fair to Trump, but I can't wait for that day. Maybe it comes in four years or eight years. Or I don't know when, but the day they no longer have Trump, they, they will be just pathetic. Right. 
ratings down. Yeah. The, the, the ratings will be over. They'll, I mean, maybe they'll focus on Baron Trump. Maybe he, you know, the, the, they'll find some dirt on him, but they don't, they he'll, won't know. He'll what be to the, do. Uh, he'll, he'll be in the NBA by then. He's like seven, seven foot six. <laughs> That's true. I'm not sure he's coordinated enough. He'll be, uh, <laughs> he'll be the next Mark Eaton, maybe. <laughs> but, but I think it's hard to say anybody but DeSantis or Vivek won. And I'm going to give the nod to Vivek because he gets so much more time. He just yeah. dominated, took yeah. over, he's went on these right. rants, went on these attacks. That's how you do it. And he's, as you said, smart as hell. He's quick. And for a guy who's never been on stage before, he seems fearless. Like he seems yeah. like he's, he's not done afraid. It for his, yeah, done it forever. He's, he's And I have sharp. to say that my favorite part of the debate, and there were some highlights, uh, some good parts, some funny parts, when he said the climate change agenda is a hoax. I need this. I need it like air, Montante. I can't. So yeah. sick of the climate change. When they brought the topic up, it was 15 minutes in. I believe it was the yeah. second topic. Yeah, it's quick. And it's, it's top of the mind. And I'm, I'm, I'm going. Oh God, don't do this. This is what Democrats do. This is what the media does. Stop with the climate change. People don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Republicans don't want to hear. Yeah, can it. we, can we, can we play it? Let's play that this is, I don't know if it's, this is probably my favorite rant, just because I need people to say this. I need people to say, stop talking about this. It's, it's, it's a, it's a, as he said, he called it a hoax. I mean, it's a distraction. You stop yeah, with it. We at, have at, real best, problems. at best, it's a distraction at, you know, for being honest, it's probably a hoax. Uh, right. It's probably, a, but, but I mean. We have real issues like right now. We have the wide yes. open southern border, crime in the streets, war in Ukraine, economy in free fall. And you're going to sit there and talk about carbon emissions and what are we going to do to oh the Green God. New Deal? You sound like AOC. Stop yeah. with the climate change. Don't let them do it. Don't let the audience do it. Don't let the moderators do it. I was so happy to hear this from Vivek. Let's let's play it. Let's be honest as Republicans. I'm the only person on the stage who isn't bought and paid for, so I can say this. The climate change agenda is a hoax. The climate change agenda is a hoax. And we have to declare independence for it. And the reality is, the anti-carbon agenda is the wet blanket on our economy. All the neocons booing. He's getting booed, but I think he's getting booed for two reasons. One, because you, you're right. You got some young people, these young, brain dead, brainwashed people sitting there going, Oh, climate change, a hook. What do you mean? We're all going to burn up and die. You know, didn't you see how hot it was in Phoenix? Didn't you see there was a there was rain in California? Hurricane Hillary. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. and then you, Joe Biden tweets. I should say Joe Biden tweets. Oh. Green John Pierre tweets under Joe Biden's correct. account. Correct. Correct. Climate change is real, by the way, in the middle of the correct. debate. And I respond by saying, explain it to us, Joe. Wouldn't you love someone to just say, Joe, you think climate change is real? Oh, definitely. Okay, tell us how it works. So someone runs their engine or their private plane and there's carbon emissions. Then yeah. what? A cow I mean, farts this, on a plane. Yeah, that goes out in the air. Then, right. And then the world eating, ends. People eat Buggies. steaks, yeah. burgers. Yep. How does that work? When I eat a steak, why am I contributing to climate change? Joe Biden would be just lost. He couldn't do it. Kamala Harris couldn't do it. AOC, Ed Markey. Again, the dumber someone is, the louder they scream about climate change. Yeah. Vivek is really smart. He knows the climate change agenda is a hoax. You can believe in climate change, but all these solutions have nothing to do with cooling the yeah. planet. They have to do with giving Democrats more power and more money, period. Correct. It was good to hear. I think he said, I'm the only one on the stage not bought and paid for, which got some booze and got people 
hooting, but uh, I loved it. I loved that he was just he was unafraid to go after these people, and 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 he uh, had a couple of great battles. Jerry, Let's we're fifty, we're fifteen minutes and forty five seconds in. We haven't said Pence's name once. What a all time, <laughs> what a loser, uh, what a dud. Pence, why is he there? I just every time he talks, I'm like, Mike, you know you're not going to win. You know you have no shot. You know people don't like you. I know nobody a, likes him. He's probably a moral decent man. He seems. I mean, he he did the spin room afterwards. We did interviews while while holding hands with his wife. He loves to talk about how he's, <laughs> you know, his yeah. wife is by his side. At all. That's wonderful. That's great. You're, but but you don't have. You have zero charisma. You have zero. Uh, passion you're you, you talk i mean he was talking about you know his christ the lord and all that i'm not sure that's going to play with the you know with the with the 75 80 million yeah. people out there you need to vote for you but i guess he's going to have a place on stage for the next uh the next debate the next few debates i guess he's not going anywhere but he's certainly not going to be the vp that's for sure no, no but he's just so I, I don't want to say unlikable he's just so flat and so drab yeah. and so bland there's no you appeal to him there's can't not, none whatsoever. Like that. so all right, let's 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 and no. let, let me just say on on desantis is uh, again he had some good lines is he looking down at his notes yes is he is he prepared and prepackaged and memorized yes of course i i don't care I don't like when it becomes all about charisma. I mean, charisma matters, you know, personality, you know, that matters. Vivek has it. Some of these people, you know, Christie has it, I guess. But oh, stop. And, and if you say DeSantis lacks charisma and I say DeSantis completely flipped Florida to be deep, dark red, he got things done. He fired prosecutors. He he, he got the whole DEI thing out of you know, the state government. He got... You know, the gender ideology out of elementary schools. And you say, yeah, but he's not funny. I'm like, so what? Donald Trump's funny. No, great. Uh, you know, good. Well, you want a guy to just be funny or do you want a guy to get things done? See, Jerry, you know what it is? Is 10 years ago, DeSantis would be the best person on that stage by a mile because the way they debated a decade ago is totally different than the way it is now because Trump changed the game on both sides. Trump came right. in and re rewrote the rules. I was watching some of the uh, 2016 debate with where he destroyed uh, Jeb Bush, and yeah. he was calling low, ener out, low energy uh, Jeb. He was calling out the crowd, saying those are all his donors. He says, okay. <laughs> he goes, I tried to get tickets, they wouldn't give me the tickets because yeah. I don't take their money, I don't need their money. They're, those are the problem. Those neocon. That was a winning message. I think Vivek knows that, but uh, yeah, I uh, I think uh, obviously I said yesterday. This is a big night. The pressure's on DeSantis. He came through. Okay. Did he win? No, but he came through. He survived. He'll be in the next debate. Maybe his numbers go up. Maybe they don't. I don't know. But, you know, maybe Trump will just focus on destroying him again. Trump doesn't care that Vivek is kicking ass because Vivek is a good little Trumpkin. Yeah. DeSantis, as you know, as we all know, is the real threat, which is why they tried to destroy him. Quick point, quick kudos to uh, Fox News for starting the debate with Oliver Anthony. I thought that was a great idea. They played the Oliver Anthony song, Rich Man North of Richmond, and they threw the question to DeSantis. And he, he had a good answer. Obviously, it was prepared, but he mentioned uh, the rich men north of Mitch, Richmond who were destroying this country. There were a couple of really memorable lines. My favorite, other than the climate hoax from Vivek, was when he went, when, uh, I think we have this, when Christie attacked him, 
Vivek made a mistake. He said, yeah, who's that skinny guy with the funny name? He stole that from Obama. That was Obama's line in the debate, whatever it was, 20 years ago. He said, yeah. you're wondering who the skinny guy with the funny name is. Um, you don't want to be stealing lines from Obama at a Republican debate. But uh, Christie took advantage of it and attacked him and compared him to Obama, which was good. But the response, the counterpunch was even better. Do we have this exchange? Yeah, yeah. This should be it right here. Should. Agent said, what's a skinny guy with an odd last name doing up here was Barack Obama. And I'm afraid we're dealing with the same type of amateur standing on stage tonight. Come on, give me a hug. <laughs> give me a hug just same, like you did to Obama. Same type of amateur. And, and you'll help elect me just like you did to Obama, too. Give me that the same hug, type of amateur. Got, hold on. Hold on. Hey, Governor Haley, would you like to respond? I hate moderators, and I know they got it. Brett Bear's such a dink. No, he, he was a dink up. last night. Let, let want, them go at it. Let them go. By the way, Tim Scott mentioned his name. What was Tim Scott like? Was he not wearing pants? Was he? He, he was so he was, nervous. It looked like he was naked in front of the classroom. What was wrong he, with him last night? He got lost in this thing. I'm telling you, when I did my rankings, I forgot he was even there. Some, <laughs> it's remarkable. On Twitter, oh yeah, you don't give any credit to the black guy. I go what? The guy. Oh, oh yeah, he was there. Yeah, Vivek, Hindu. Uh, uh, you know, uh, Nick, Nikki, hey, they're Indian Americans. Yeah, yeah. I mean, okay, stop with the black. Thing. Yeah, it doesn't matter what race you are. It doesn't matter your gender. He, he, what, by the way, he, Nikki, he, that did annoy me last night. She leaned into the. Uh, that was her, right? She's like, oh, if right. you want to, you want something done, you ask a woman. Shut up. Right. Just right. be she a said, candidate. Martin Thatcher said, if you want something, whatever said, mention man. If you want something done, go to a woman. It was. It's a lame. <laughs> and the line. crowd, the crowd, the crowd roared. They loved it. <laughs> it's yeah, like, oh a my woman. God. I mean, what don't. We, what do are we that. doing? We're, we're so far past that. Stop with that. But if you missed it, uh, Christy said. You know, that's what Obama said, and you're just like Obama. And Vivek's response was, well, come give me a hug. That's what you did to Obama. You helped get him elected. That is 100% true because I was I was there, and I was rooting for Romney, and it was close. And Christie doesn't like Romney for whatever reason, and he shivved Romney in the back that day. It was after Hurricane Sandy. He hugged Obama and said Obama's doing a great job. He helped reelect Obama. That is true. Yeah. That was a great response for a guy, by the way, who was, what, a teenager when that when that happened. Uh, 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 Vivek Ramaswamy's only voted once. He's he's never been in politics, and that's that's a good thing. He is an outsider, although I'm pretty sure the Trump camp has uh, been in contact, has been oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> has been working with him. They've been, um, been coaching him up for sure. Um, Christie got booed. He he couldn't even speak half the time because he kept getting booed because he hates Trump. And obviously it's a pro-Trump crowd. There was a question and it was kind of a trick question. He said, if Trump's indicted or whatever, convicted, will you still support him for president? And Vivek goes, yeah, raises his hand. And Christie looks around and goes, yeah. I mean, uh, DeSantis looks around and goes, I guess. He kind of half-heartedly raised his hand. But I wasn't, if he's indicted, it was like, if he's in jail. I mean, what if yeah, he's yeah. in jail? Skipping right, skipping right past it, yeah. And what right if prison. you're the alternative? You're not being honest. If you're an alternative to Trump and you say, yeah, I'd support Trump under any condition, well, why are you running? Again, why are you running? It's yeah. simple, in my opinion. They're, they're running in case Trump is ineligible, incapacitated, in prison. Whacked. Yeah. <laughs> Whacked, which that came up. And Don't put it past that. Yep. We're going to get to that, but uh, um, there were uh, there were a few other takeaways, a few other funny parts. I mean, uh, uh, Christy, Christy is funny, kind of funny 
people, you laugh at him sometimes and laugh with him sometimes. I want him on the debate stage. I want, I want to winnow it down to five or six, but I would keep him up there just because the crowd hates him. He knows they hate him. He had to, he had to literally stop talking and wait for him to stop booing. Alex had to come in last night. She was trying to sleep. I I was was doing what I do with the the Democrat debates. I get so angry. start screaming at the TV. Every time he'd open his fat mouth, I, I was just, I can't stand so good for you being composed and laughing at it i can't i can't stand him he he's absolutely he is, a mouthpiece he for the left but you he's know the worst it, if trump were to show up at the next debate september i think 27th another fox debate if trump were to show up wouldn't that be something though christy just starts attacking him and trump's calling him fat and christy that will oh. be i mean oh. everyone else should just leave the stage that will be fun yeah. this was <laughs> fun be, i mean it would be remarkable I, Anybody who says they turned it off or fell asleep is full of it. Any? Do we have any more highlights before we get to the uh, Trump Tucker uh, Tucker Trump uh, counter program? No, we we have the uh, the Trump calling uh or Vivek pretty much calling Trump Trump the the goat or whatever, and then we have the DeSantis climate change uh, clip. I think that if you want to pl- play that, yeah, play some DeSantis. Any DeSantis you got? Because I, I mean, I think he was good again. People wanted to sound like witty and funny and casual, and you know he, he was everything I thought he not did him. Tonight. He didn't That's disappoint, and he didn't light it up. He had a good performance. I think what we previewed the other day went exactly like we thought it would. Vivek would win and whatnot. But here, here's a, here's a quick DeSantis show of hands. Do you believe in human behavior is causing? <laughs> climate change raise your hand if you do look, look we're not school children let's have the debate i mean i'm happy to take it to start alexander so do you want to raise your hand or not? i don't think that's the way to do so let me just say to alexander this first of all one of the reasons our country's decline is because of the way the corporate media treats Republicans versus Democrats. Biden was on the beach while those people were suffering. He was asked about it and he said, no comment. Are you kidding me? As somebody that's handled disasters in Florida, you got to be activated. You've got to be there. You've got to be present. You've got to be helping people who are doing this. So that's a very political answer Good. where he just completely deflects and just goes elsewhere. Yeah. Raise your hand if you think climate change is bad. Oh, and you said what? That was, that was like that was that was fifteen twenty minutes into what you said. Yeah, that was, that was the, early like the second topic. That was excellent, Martha McCallum. Raise your hand. We're supposed to raise your hand and say, "No, we got a climate change. We have an existential crisis." Oh. That was a good, a good. That was a good cut. Good job there, Montana. That's what I wanted to hear. Don't treat me like a schoolchild, and don't pretend good that we're all going to play along with this climate change nonsense. We're not Democrats. We're not children. Good job <laughs> by Ronnie D. Uh, but all right, we got a, we got a lot to get to on this Thursday. I don't know what we're calling it. This Fulton County Thursday, Trump today is going to report to Fulton County Jail, turn himself in, get booked fingerprinted and mugshotted you this is insane i will say this as a criticism of uh, the debate the moderators they didn't spend enough time on this this outrageous i mean they did talk about it a little bit but the idea that trump and his lawyers are under arrest and mugshotted in america i mean it could be worse we see what uh, putin did to his his adversary his well, opponent uh, <laughs> that's what he does yesterday shot him out of the sky so Maybe Trump's uh, should be careful flying to Atlanta today. Agreed. But uh, this is just insane. It's all political. Everybody knows Trump wouldn't have been booked in any of these jurisdictions if he weren't running. He wouldn't have been booked any of these places if he weren't a Republican. It's madness. The weaponization of the federal government, of the security yeah. state, 
is our, Republic. Is one of our biggest problems right now. They should have spent more time of it, time on it. We'll give you the details on Trump today reporting to Fulton County Jail, a scary place. And I mentioned this yesterday. I want to mention it quickly. Dan Bongino's idea of what Trump should do today. Uh, yeah, and why. I heard that. It's not a good idea, but we'll tell you about that. We have uh, the latest from Maui. This is utter madness, what happened in Maui. Anybody who even mentions the words climate change as it pertains to Maui should be punched in the throat. What the, the, the incompetence, the, the neglect, the, the mismanagement of things in Maui that killed people, killed children. You're not going to believe it. It's just it goes to another level. It really is utter insanity. And uh, as I mentioned, we will uh, we will get to uh, the Tucker Trump interview where no sparks flew. None. Not one. Not one spark. Not even a little spark flew. You know, I love Tucker. You know, I like Trump. You know, I was looking forward to this. It 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 fell flat. The debate was much, much better. But first. During these crazy and uncertain times, we can't talk enough about having reliable tools for self-defense for your family and for yourself. We see the videos all the time, the smashing grabs, muggings, people getting beaten in the street. Well, you got to protect yourself, and that's where Florida-based EAA Corp. comes in. They specialize in providing exceptionally high-quality firearms to the U.S. market at an incredible value since 1990. Choose from a wide selection of unique and traditional pistols, revolvers, and shotguns. Whether you're looking for a concealed carry, competition pistol, or home defense shotgun, EAA has it. Their MC-1911 series fits the bill, and they're available in compact carry or full-size configurations. Are you a first-time gun owner? Well, the all-in-one 9mm MC-9 and MC-28 striker fire pistols come fully equipped in a sleek, light, ergonomic package, ideal for everyday carry. Concealed carry has recently been approved in several new states during the last year with no permit required. EAA's lineup also includes shotguns for hunting, sporting, tactical, or personal defense that will exceed your expectations. There's a limited lifetime warranty on every firearm available from EAA. Visit EAACorp.com to learn more. That's EAACorp.com to shop for your personal firearm protection. I, th- you know, I, I love, you know, I love revenge. We all love revenge. Best movies are all about revenge. This was a vengeful move. Great move. They take through this Tucker Trump interview. They drop it at five of nine, five minutes before the debate started. Uh, and uh, the teaser, they put out a teaser video, which is great, asking about did Epstein kill himself and all the great questions that Tucker asked. They walked around Bedminster. It was, it was you know, well-produced, well-timed, good move on the part of Tucker. And it got unbelievable uh, numbers of views, an num- unbelievable number of views. What are we up to, Montate, on the Tucker? 100, 180 million, 180.7 million in the last 12 hours. 180 million. Now, the t- debate last night will probably get, I don't know, 4 million, 5 million. But I got to add, in all honesty, a view on Twitter is two seconds or more. Two seconds counts as a view. So I'm not sure 180 million people. Hell, there's only there's only 330 million people in the country, and half of them are you know brain dead you know Democrats. They don't watch this, but anyway, I watched it. I was looking forward to it because they did say sparks would fly, and I knew Tucker would ask some good questions. I'll say it again: Trump is entertaining. He's funny. He's charismatic, but his interviews 
are all the same at this point. They're yeah. nothing new or different. I mean, it's just yeah. not sparks don't fly unless he goes on CNN or maybe he'll go on MSNBC. You're not going to get a lot of sparks. You're not going to get a lot of friction. There was none. I'm telling you, I'm, I, I, I'm being honest again. I'm big Tucker fan. I was I had high hopes. It was kind of boring. I'm sorry. It was. There were some funny moments. We got him talking about Kamala Harris. Even them, even then, it was low energy Trump. That's what it was. Unfortunately, maybe because again, he likes Truck Tucker, Tucker likes him. So the level of tension wasn't there. But he, you know, had some funny lines, but there was no takeaways. I saw someone say that on Twitter this morning. He said, Are there any takeaways? Are there anything? Did anything come out of this like newsworthy? I'll tell you, no. I don't think so. He doesn't even think Epstein was murdered. I mean, even I believe that, and I'm not a conspiracy theorist. Of course he was murdered. And Tucker believes he was murdered, but Trump wouldn't play along. What do we got? We got Trump talking about Kamala. Which yeah, is pretty we'll, go, we'll go with Kamala. Yep. Oh, by the way, he talks about Biden it's first. Failing he here. Talks, go ahead, he sorry. talks about Biden and how Biden's incompetent. He can't walk. He can't talk. So they're talking which, about alternatives yeah. to, to, to Biden. Go ahead. Obviously is failing. I think it's clear to everybody. But that would make Kamala Harris the candidate? Well, not really. I mean, I guess they'd have uh, maybe a free-for-all. A lot of people say she has to remain for certain reasons, the candidate. She has to. I don't think that's true, actually. I don't think that other people would stand for it. Uh, she has some bad moments. Her moments are almost as bad as his. I think his are worse, actually. Yeah. But she seems pretty senile, too. She speaks in, uh, in rhyme. You know, it's weird. It's weird, but she has bad moments. And in rhyme, what do you? <laughs> well, the way she talks, the bus will go here, and then the bus will go there because that's what buses do. And it's weird. The whole. By the way, by the way, it's not a rhyme, but. <laughs> no, but it is. It's very Dr. Seussish. Yeah, uh, yeah. That that's a good line, a good thought, but he doesn't carry it. I mean, here's what I do when I watch Trump interviews because I I root for him. I want him to be good in, in these situations. I finish his sentences. Do you ever do that where you're watching him? Yeah. And you say, say this, Donald. Say this. Of course. Say, of course. You know, the wheels on the bus go round and round. Wouldn't that have been better if he said that? <laughs> he's just better when he's under fire. This is this is friendly. Right. Like I said, if, if he was at the debate last night taking arrows, he would have been sharp. What's more sharp than this? You know why? Because here's, here's my theory. is because everybody, lots of people go to the edge and then they pull back instinctively. That's just a natural reaction. You go to the edge, you whoa. He goes to the edge, and his instinct is to go over the edge. So he oh. would, you know, he'd attack Christie, call him a fat slob. Oh, and he would and the crowd would have booed and laughed at the same time. We would all right. die and, he, would, and he eats that up. He eats that up. He goes to the edge, and then he just goes over the edge, which is what makes him so appealing. But uh, there were a few lines like this, funny lines, talking about uh, my favorite part. I hate Chris Wallace. Chris Wallace oh. is one of the reasons Biden beat Trump. He, he didn't allow the Biden... Trump to talk about the uh, the crimes of the Biden family, the laptop hunter. He didn't want that. He wanted to get back to race and climate change because he's a Biden stooge. And he was you know, fired at Fox News because he's a failure. I think he's still on CNN. But I mean, I, I don't like Chris Wallace and neither do these two guys. This was a pretty good exchange. I mean, it's not really doesn't really matter, affect the race or affect the country. But I like these personal shots and you don't see many of them from uh, Tucker, but you got one last night. Go ahead, play this. Probably not a friend of yours, Chris Wallace. He was the moderator. Not a friend. 
I said, why did, why is it, he wants to be Mike, but he doesn't have the talent. It's one of those. Bitchy little little man. He wanted to be his father, but he didn't have the talent of his father. His father was great. His father. Little fussy man. His father interviewed me in 60 minutes. It was actually a 10. Can you believe it? No, I totally believe His father had talent, at least. I may have been the only guy that he gave a good 60 minutes to. He was rough. Really? His father was tough. He was great, though. He was great at what he did. But uh, Chris Wallace was so upset he was guarding this guy who wouldn't do a show, by the way. You know, he wouldn't do. I figured I didn't mind Chris Wallace because uh, he wouldn't do Biden wouldn't do a show. And it was very obvious. You know, he kept asking him and asking, but he wouldn't do the show. So I figured he's got to like me. But he came from a different planet. But remember when I asked the question, why is it that the mayor of Moscow's wife is allowed to give you three and a half million dollars Don't forget, that was brought up now. It's brought up all the time. But that was brought up by me long before anyone ever heard of it. I said, the mayor of Moscow's wife giving you three and a half million dollars. What did you do to deserve three and a half million dollars to Biden? And Chris Wallace said, this doesn't, uh, this has nothing to do with the debate. (laughs) I mean, he He got in the way of the question. No, well, it was it was crazy. And I said, well, wait a minute. He got three and a half million from the mayor of Moscow's wife. Now, people forget that, but if you go back and take a look, you will see. And Chris Wallace didn't want me to ask that question. I said, I think it's a very appropriate question. It turned out to be much more appropriate than people thought. Good, good, I good said, Trump. How come? Good, yeah, good, good Trump. Good Trump. And uh, I'll tell you what, though, like, Tucker almost has a little more, he's a little more outgoing there. He's he's almost dominating this this interview, which is, which is strange. Well, yeah, you, you know this, the odds of Trump's VP pick, Trump's, uh, you know, the... I, I think they changed a little last night. I think Vivek goes to number one. Trump who, today. Who'd you have? Pick, who'd you have this time yesterday? Uh, Byron Donalds from uh, Florida. Uh, and didn't didn't he endorse uh, DeSantis a few weeks ago? No, I, I thought, thought he might. He's a congressman him. from Florida, but no, he yeah. went with Trump, and he's a big Trump supporter, and he's a yeah, big, he's sharp as hell. He's smart he's sharp as, as hell. hell. He's fearless. He goes on CNN. He goes on MSNBC. Fights, you know, uh, with other congressmen. He's yeah. big and strong and black. And Trump loves. You know the looks, the optics. He's yeah. a big, strong guy. You know, yep. half, half the half the appointments and hiring Trump does is because of looks. You know, he likes. Yeah, you ever, you, ever, you ever seen a Trump lawyer, a female Trump lawyer? <laughs> yes, I've seen a couple of them. I tweet, <laughs> I tweet about him all the time. He has the yeah. he has the best lawyers, Montante. Yeah. He only hires the best lawyers. <laughs> There's one I forget her name who is a smoke show. Looks like some kind of swimsuit model. And uh, she probably, you know, flunked the bar 17 times. Who cares? You know, that's all right. she looks she looks the part. <laughs> I, but I'm moving Vivek up to number one. And then I'm going to put uh, Carrie Lake, who's just losing me, man. I loved her when she was running for God. She's losing it. She's she just attacks DeSantis nonstop and says, oh, he's, she, she tweets out a video of DeSantis buttoning his sport coat. And she says, this is the moment his career ended in politics. I'm like, what? And then she says. <laughs> The 2024 election is over. This is a woman who won't admit the 2020 election is over. And she wants you to believe the 2024 election is over. It just doesn't make any sense. I don't think Trump's going to be that radical. She would be good because she's a good debater. She's crazy. She'd be fun. But I don't think he's going to pick her. I think he'll pick. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, We'll see. But I still put Byron Donalds on the list. I will put uh, Vivek on the list. And Tucker's always on the list somewhere. Oh, imagine. Tucker's a little crazy. The idea that he could be VP. Can you imagine any of these people debating Kamala Harris? Vivek versus Kamala Harris would be such a joke. Uh, Carrie Lake, uh, Byron Donalds, they're all smart as hell. They're good on their toes. Kamala Harris is a moron. It would be just 
There'd only be one debate. It'd be like 10 minutes long. And, and Jenna, uh, you know, whatever, uh, Jen Psaki probably be the, uh, the moderator. But so what? They would still destroy her. Did you did would... you see what she tweeted last night? Well, during the debate, anyway, yeah, as, as well, a Hutchinson's bringing up the abortion, abortion she said, yeah. oh, no one is for late term abortion. They literally yes. she was the press secretary when they were fighting for and got it approved. Every Democrat is for late-term abortion. She, she's such a liar. She tweeted, no Democrat supports late-term abortion or abortion up to birth. Due date abortion. It's a flat-out lie. I'll give you a couple who support it. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. That's who supports yeah. it. As, as well as you know Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi and Liz Forget Warren. About it. They all support yeah. due date abortion. She is a liar. That's a good response to the question if you're a Republican, say, you're going to call me radical because I want to limit abortion till post yeah. whatever 15 weeks. They they believe in abortion up till birth. That yeah. is radical. By and the way, all know, all of Europe has the 15 week thing. Right. So everyone thinks yeah. we're so extreme here. We've got to be more like Europe across here. If you're in Belgium or Italy, it's 15 weeks across the board. And, you know, the average liberal doesn't know that. No, of course not. And it's it's a lie. As everybody responded to her, including me. She can't name a single restriction she supports on abortion. She can't, nor could she name one that Biden or Harris or any of them support. Name one restriction, and they will have not. They, you could say, not give me a restriction, and they don't have anything. She's a liar. And by the way, she's on she's on TV analyzing the debate. This is a this is a person who was the press secretary for Joe Biden, and she's she, nothing's changed since she left there and went to MSNBC. She's still a hardcore partisan, and we're supposed yeah. to think she's objective at any level. It's just <laughs> it's, it's remarkable. Anyway, back to Trump, Trump and Tucker. I, I think Trump is. Uh, I hate to say this because, again, I'm going to be 100% Trumpkin if he wins the nomination, and he probably will. But he doesn't have the energy, man. He didn't last night in this debate. He doesn't have the energy he used to have. He's not. Maybe again, it's a friendly friendly questioner or friendly interviewer but didn't you want to see a little more passion from trump a little more energy um, i did at first i wanted to see him on the stage but you know i, I actually my, my main takeaway was I, I had i looked at the debate a little different i think him not being there kind of was a, a a plus for him let the other people duke it out and then um it was kind of a weak move but i think last night he could he could only have gotten hurt in that debate not uh not really he, uh, you know what and it, it was good for Vivek and DeSantis yes. and even Nikki Haley. They got to step up in the, in the void, and it was a huge void. Um, mm -hmm. And afterwards, they they wouldn't let Donald Trump Jr. and Kimberly Guilfoyle in the spin room where all the candidates were talking to the media. They said, no, yeah. your father doesn't want to show up. You can get lost, which is you know, <laughs> a power move. But uh, back to Trump, maybe I shouldn't blame him for being a little uh, tired, a little fatigued. They are running him ragged. This is insane what we're living through. This is an insane time. I wonder if anybody, young people, think this is normal. This is not normal. This is what they do in Russia. Mm, yeah. They go a step further in Russia. This is what they do yeah. in well, uh, in banana republics, North Korea. North Korea, yeah. yeah. I mean, yep. they arrest yep. their political opponents and their lawyers, and all their yep. lawyers are getting their mugshots done. Some of them are smiling. Some of them are not. Trump today reports to Fulton County Jail, and he's going to get a mugshot, and I'll bet it'll be a good one. And uh, um, the, uh, the the mugshot will go global. We know that. It'll be on T-shirts and posters. It'll yep. be everywhere. We already know the front page of the New York Post tomorrow, the front page of 
any tabloid tomorrow, the, the banner headline on every website, Trump gets mugshotted. Will he yeah. smile? I don't think so. He's going to scour. He's going to try to give a menacing look the way he did in court in New York. And I'll bet he takes, I mean, some of them are smiling. Jenna Ellis took a bit, a big smile. Giuliani yeah. did not. He looked a little, little angry and I don't blame him. Uh, but Trump gets booked today. Now I mentioned this yesterday. He's, he's going to post $200,000 bail, which in this day and age is unheard of. You could murder a family of five and not have to put up 200,000 in bail in America today. Big cities, they don't require bail because bail is, I don't know, racist or something, but Trump has to put up 200 grand. Um, Dan Bongino, big, big time uh, radio host, podcaster, former secret service guy had a theory or an idea. He said, Trump should not post. Trump should say, nope, not posting bail. Put me in jail. Then these, it would create a spectacle. There'd be a huge protest outside, and the Secret Service would be forced to empty the jail. He said there'd be no yeah. – that would be – he'd, he'd have his own section. Yeah. He would have no contact with anybody except the Secret Service. Even the guards, I don't think, would be able – the Secret Service would take over. They have jurisdiction. They would take over the whole jail, creating chaos. And you could do it for, I don't know, a couple of days if – I think it's interesting idea, but I think there's just too many, too many holes in get, it, man. I heard I didn't get the I didn't get the the yeah. And by the way, if, if that happens, right? Say you have protests inside the jail that, that gives the uh, FBI gives the three letter agencies ways to infiltrate it, kind of like January sixth, and create chaos. Right. And it's it's just an even worse optic for it. So I didn't get that point. I, on I just any think level. It, it makes it you know it's his way of you know nailing himself to the cross, saying, "Look at me, I'm a martyr." It would create chaos man which would be great for for i'd love it i love chaos i love big big stories like this and there would be protests and people would be screaming this is insane but you think donald trump would ever spend a night a whole night no. in jail no, no. No in way. a prison cell let me tell you about the jail that he's reporting to it is considered one of the dirtiest filthiest um uh, prisons in america check this out a prisoner named LaShawn thompson was found dead in his Fulton County jail cell, oh, covered in bugs. Yeah, Today, the Fulton County commissioners approved a $4 million settlement for his family. He died in the jail three months after he was booked. This was, uh, uh, is this, a, why, this is from Fox 5 Atlanta. A prisoner died from bed bugs in his cell in this prison. Uh, the, uh, this was ju- a story just a couple of weeks ago. Um, you think uh, you think Donald Trump's going to spend the night in a prison where bed bugs killed the? He was arrested in June of 2022 for misdemeanor simple battery. He was unable to make his $2,500 bail. Uh, he was uh, in his bed, devoured by bed bugs, and he died. And they're paying his family four million bucks. You think Donald Trump, the forty uh, fifth yeah, president, yeah, no. going to spend a night in that jail? I didn't realize that was the scene. I saw that story go viral because the pictures were unreal. But I didn't. That, yeah, that's 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 not happening. That ain't happening. Sure, Donald Trump to make a point, and uh, I, yeah. I love Dan Bongino, but that's a little nuts to make a yeah, point. He's, he's, he's off every night. once in a while. Yesterday, yeah, that that's that's an example where he's off. I don't get. Yes, that he is. All right, we got to get to this uh, Maui story, which is incredible, incredible. And by the way. I want to play this Vivek sound comparing uh, Maui to Kiev before we're done. It's great cut. We haven't got to it. But uh, we're going to tell you, 
you know, the latest from Maui on, you know, what killed hundreds, hundreds of children, maybe 800 people, what killed them, why they're dead. I'll give you a hint. It has nothing to do with climate change. But first, as you know, Shea Concrete has a huge selection of precast concrete steps ready to be installed at your home. This is your spring project, people. If you're building a new home or remodeling or replacing an old staircase, Shea has great uh, values on designs that will fit your home. A new staircase can dramatically upgrade the front entrance of your home, giving you much better curb appeal. Make your front steps the talk of the town and do it now. Do it this spring. No reason not to. You know that removing the stairs is a pain. They're heavy. They're awkward. And where do you take them when you get rid of them? Shea will take care of all that for you. They Leave it to them. When they're done, you'll have a great-looking new entrance that will add value to your home. It's more than an upgrade. It's an investment. With one phone call, Shea will deliver a turnkey installation experience. In a few hours, you'll get a brand-new front entrance. Learn more at SheaConcrete.com. And while you're there, you can look for a job. Shea Concrete is hiring. Right now, they have between 15 and 20 open positions. These are career opportunities for all different types of people and skill sets. All you got to do is pass a drug test. That's it. Go to shakeconcrete.com. I this is a epic scandal, a historic scandal. I don't know if the media is going to treat it as such, but damn they should. We've gone over it. We've told you why so many people have died. The official death count is 115 in Maui. That's ridiculous. There are 700 something still missing. Uh, missing, unaccounted for. The death toll is going to be over 500. Most of them are going to be children who were sent home from school. We've gone down the list. They didn't sound the sirens. They didn't send out a text message. They didn't approve water for five hours because of a guy named Kaleo Manuel, a, a moonbat weirdo liberal a-hole who wants to revere water rather than use water. That guy is responsible for the death of hundreds of people and hasn't been fired yet, hasn't been arrested yet. When are there going to be arrests? Shit, Donald Trump's being arrested and booked today for whatever, saying the election was rigged. The people who withheld water, who didn't sound the sirens, who, who didn't send out a text message, they're still free. They're probably you know, pretending to... To, to, to grieve and talking about climate change. Well, it gets worse. It gets much worse. This story broke yesterday. It kind of got lost in all the debate and all the, uh, the other news of the day. But it's, this is incredible. Uh, this is from ABC. Check this out. ABC News. They got like six people. On, I'm sorry. This is from Associated Press. ABC News is covering it. They got like six people on the story. Um, I'm just going to read it. It's, it's mind-boggling. As flames tore through a West Maui neighborhood, car after car fleeing re of fleeing residents headed for the only paved road out of town in a desperate race for safety, and car after car was turned back toward the rapidly spreading wildfire by a barricade blocking access to Highway 30. One family swerved around the barricade and was safe in a nearby town 48 minutes later. Another drove their four-wheel drive car down a dirt road to escape. One man took a dirt road uphill, climbing above the fire and watching as Lahaina burned. He later picked his way through the flame, smoke, and rubble to pull survivors to safety. But Jeez. dozens of others found themselves caught in a hellscape. Their cars jammed together on a narrow road surrounded by flames on three sides 
and the rocky ocean waves on the 4th. Some died in their cars while others tried to run for safety. The road, the only road out of town, was blockaded, barricaded. The road closures, some because of the fire, some because of the down power lines, contributed to making historic Lahaina the site of the deadliest U.S. wildfire in more than a century. But there were many problems that day, and in some ways, the disaster began long before the fire started. Then they go into all the things they did, didn't clear the forest, brush was everywhere, there was a drought and uh, no no sirens, because sirens are reserved for hurricanes. Wouldn't want to waste a siren on a little wildfire. No, uh, no text message. As somebody pointed out to me this morning on Twitter, they said they get a text message every time there's a storm. Mm-hmm. It's one of these emergency weather texts, but not when there's a wildfire. And, of course, no water for the firefighters, delayed for five hours because of equity. This is unbelievable. This is an incredible scandal. These people should be arrested, handcuffed, marched in front of the cameras. They blocked the only road out of town, and they claimed it was because of down power lines. Well, I'd like to take my chances, especially if I have a four-wheel drive vehicle. On down. They, some people turned back because they were stopped by the authorities and died in the fire. And any minute now, one of these a-holes, Biden or Harris or whoever, Maisie Hirono, are gonna, or that, mm. that mayor or that yeah. governor, they're all crazy left-wing ideologues, are going to start talking about climate change. Someone has to punch them in the throat. That's the only response that's appropriate. People died. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of children died because of negligence, because of ideology, because of it, mismanagement. These people are criminals, criminals who should be in jail. That guy who withheld the water, Kaleo Manuel, he's he's still free. He's doing interviews. He's not using his last name. I mean, his last name with the interview, but he's doing interviews. The guy who withheld the water because he reveres water. We, We have to shine the light on them. This is just absolute insanity. Let's get to it before we go here. I love this answer too from Vivek. Vivek, again, I'm I'm a DeSantis guy, but Vivek, man, it's got my attention. Was asked about Ukraine. Only two people on stage raised their hands when they said, um, "What was the question?" The question was, uh, "Do you want? Do you not support? Do you support continued support? Do you? I don't continued support of Ukraine. Endless, yeah. unconditional financial support of Ukraine." And the only two who were against it were DeSantis and Vivek. Good answer, good response from both of them. But let's listen to Vivek call out the, the, this, the neocons on stage. This this is not – we should have grabbed this clip. We spoke about it. We we didn't share it this morning. I just pulled something. I didn't have that much time. Hopefully this is it. Stop me if it's not. An increase of funding to Ukraine. I would not. And I think that this is disastrous that we are protecting against an invasion across somebody else's border when we should use those same military resources to prevent across the invasion of our own southern border here in the United States of America. We are driving Russia further into China's hands. The Russia-China alliance is the single greatest threat we face. And I find it offensive 
that we have professional politicians on the stage that will make a pilgrimage to Kiev, to their Pope, Zelensky, without doing the same thing for people in Maui or the south side of Chicago okay. right, or Kensington. Okay. I think on. that we have to put I'm the in. interests of Americans Me first, he was secure our own border instead of somebody else's. He was referring and the reality yes. is, this is also how we project okay. strength and he by says, making America strong at home. That that's that is a great answer. They go to a pilgrimage to Kiev to bow to before their pope. I don't know how many people on stage did it. Chris Christie did it. Uh, Pence he must have done it. Nikki Haley, Nick, Tim Scott, they're all warmongers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, DeSantis yep. and Vivek are not. I think that's the popular message among the the grassroots Republicans. That was a good answer. They don't care about the southern border. They care about the border in the Donbass region. Stick with that. Good answer. Uh, and they care, as we know, Biden doesn't give a shit about Maui or the people of Maui. We've seen that. Took a nap when he went to see them, talked about his cat, and then he went right back on vacation at Lake Tahoe to sponge off some other moon billionaire. He doesn't care about Maui. He cares about Kiev because that's, you know, that's he's got a serious. Uh, yeah, that's where his bread's buttered. Serious family business in Kiev. That's a yeah. good answer. Stick with it. You do, you too, DeSantis. But anyway, did, did, that will Did you do- see. When Vivek, sorry, the real, one last thing relating to that, when he said to, after they went on these like 15 minute, you know, rants about how we got to stop Ukraine, keep funding Ukraine, uh, he said the, that Russia is no longer the USSR and the crowd and everyone booed him. Yeah. Yeah. That was true. That Pence, <laughs> Pence said they were Russia and he said, oh, he said they were the USSR and he called them out on it. I mean, honest to God, that, that is such a disconnected divide between Washington, the bureaucrats, the neocons. Average people, they're looking at they're going 113 billion for Ukraine, 700 dollars for the people of Maui. Something wrong there. That's that's why. That's why Oliver Anthony is number one, number one, number two, number four, number six on the Billboard Top 100. That's why the debate opened with Oliver Anthony because that is resonating because rich men north of rich men care more about Kiev than they do about Maui or, as he said, the South Side of Chicago or Baltimore mm-hmm. or any inner city. They don't matter. Kiev, Russia, Ukraine, Zelensky. That, that's what really matters to these people. Great shot there by Vivek, who uh, won the day, won the debate. But Trump is going to win today because he's going to get booked and mugshotted. And we will be looking for that. We'll have a uh, full report on that tomorrow. What a wild time in this country. Uh, thanks to everyone for listening. Thank you. Montante, you're going to be back tomorrow? Yep, yep. Last one. Then uh, Craig gets back from his drunken vacation uh, for next week. <laughs> so he's, he's calling you at 1 in the morning? One <laughs> thirty last night. I, I look up at my phone and I see Craig uh, Craig Alcon, one thirty. So my goodness. How, how do you stay awake that long? Wasn't he drinking all day? I mean, we saw yeah, him in the morning. It, God bless him. Yeah, he he, he defied the odds and uh, well, was up till at least one thirty. So What a beast. All right. Well, we will... <laughs> We will, uh, one more day. We'll do it for one more day. Thanks for uh, showing up for me today. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is The Callahan Show, and we will do it again tomorrow. Am I the only one here tonight? Shaking my head and thinking something ain't right. Is it just me? Am I losing my mind? Am I standing on the edge of the end of time? Am I the only one? Tell me I'm not. Who thinks it takes- like the show? Leave a five-star review on Apple and Spotify. 
Hi, it's Tony Marino, host of the Newsmax Daily Podcast, your daily news bulletin of Newsmax's top headlines, along with commentary from our hosts and experts. You can learn more about all of the free podcasts, including Newsmax Daily, Rob Carson, and Jerry Callahan at Newsmax.com slash listen.